It is Thursday, July 16th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Atomic Speedway was in action last night for their Wednesday summer series for 410 sprint cars. Kel Conley started on the pole with Ian Madsen to his outside. From the drop of the green flag, it was all Kel Conley out front. He was never challenged at times, leading by multiple seconds over the field. He led all 30 laps to take home the $5,000 win. Brandon Wimmer finished second, Cole Duncan third. Ian Madsen battled back from a flat tire to finish fourth, and Ricky Peterson made a late move to finish in fifth. Uh, I love a good midweek dirt race. There's just something about, you know, it being the middle of the week, everybody's home from work, you know, in the evening and getting an opportunity to sit down and watch a race. Um, And I think it's a good move for some of these tracks to schedule races midweek, especially when you have a streaming partner like Atomic has Inflow and SpeedShift. You know, there isn't nearly as much competition during the week and it's an opportunity for tracks like Atomic and and like some of these other tracks that do some similar things to kind of be showcased in front of audiences um, that aren't being pulled in multiple directions. So, uh, always fun to get to see a, a little bit of midweek dirt racing. In other racing last night, Stuart Friesen won the modified feature at Fonda Speedway over Matt Shepard and Larry White. That race was live on Dirt Track Digest TV. Uh, now that I've kind of got the uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions added to the DirtTracker.com analytics project, um, I've been wanting to jump in and kind of take a look at some numbers and, and you know do a little more deep dive on some of the All-Star guys. Um, and I want to continue to add races. I've, I've got all of the 2020 races in right now for the All-Stars, but I want to go back and add some past year races as well. But I think we can take a look at a few guys right now, and one of those guys I wanted to take a look at with Aaron Reitzel. He's dominated that series a lot in recent years, and I figured he's probably a good place to start. Uh, I think he's also an interesting driver to take a look at because when you look around sprint car racing at guys who could be kind of next to compete full-time with the World of Outlaws, his name is always close to the top of that list. Uh, And besides having run full-time with the All-Stars for several several years here in a row, he's also made a ton of Outlaw starts in the last couple of seasons as well, so we can kind of compare and contrast his numbers across both series. First up, you know, kind of taking a look at his numbers with the All-Star. So far in 2020, through 25 races, Aaron Reitzel has a sizable lead in the standings over Corey Elias, and he's got seven feature wins so far. And if it wasn't for Kyle Larson having a detour back into dirt racing this year, it would certainly be a lot more than seven. Reitzel's average start in 2020 is just a hair under sixth right now with an average finish of about fourth. Um, He's become that driver, I feel like, where if if he isn't leading an All-Star race, you're kind of looking back through the top five or the top ten to see where he is and, and if maybe he's on his way towards the front. Uh, It seems like he's always, you know, kind of lurking and you're kind of just waiting for him to kind of make that move towards the front. Um, as we've talked about these before with these series, uh, you know, the, you know these these bigger national touring series and, and, you know, bigger regional series, it's not necessarily also just about winning. It's about being as consistent as possible. And Reitzel has that too with the All-Stars. In 25 races, he has 21 top 10 finishes this season, so certainly has the consistency to go along with the ability to win on any given night. With the All-Star format, including a four-car invert in the heat races, passing does become very important for a driver to set himself up in the heats for the remainder of the night. And Reitzel is good there as well. He actually leads all drivers this year with a heat race plus minus of plus 22. Uh, So that means he's advanced 22 positions from start to finish uh, in heat races this season. He's also third in feature plus minus at plus 44. Only Greg Wilson with an astounding plus 74 and Kyle Larson with a plus 45 are better this season in making moves in features. Besides his incredible results with the All-Stars, uh, like I mentioned before, I wanted to take a look at Reitzel's outlaw finishes over the last few years and see how he stacked up against those guys. In 52 starts back through the 2018 season, Reitzel has two outlaw wins, oddly both coming in California at Tulare in Paris. Uh, I find it a little interesting, a guy from Texas who runs a series based around Ohio has two outlaw wins in California. Um, I'm not sure if it's just the track style out there or what that is, you know, what that is for him. It seems, you know, 
for him to be able to run good out there is, is something that's kind of interesting to me. Um, his average finish over those 50, if, uh, those 52 starts is about 12, and his results include 14 top fives and 24 top tens. If you look at his finishes in 2018 and through kind of that first half of the 2019 season, his results are actually pretty mixed. Um, it very much seems to be kind of feast or famine. He had top five runs often, but then he would back that up with you know an appearance in a B-main or maybe finishing in the back of a feature. Uh, but since the Saturday of King's Royal last season, something seems to have turned around for Reitzel. After a 24th place finish in the Royal, Reitzel ripped off eight straight top te- uh, top five runs excuse me, with the Outlaws, including fifth at the Knoxville Nationals. The ability to have a stretch like that really shows a guy like Reitzel can be a serious competitor full-time with the Outlaws. We've been talking about this a lot lately, uh, you know, with guys like Sheldon Hunshield and, and, you know, even Brad Sweet this year. I know he's had trouble here lately, but, you know, you, you have to be able to string together those top five nights and those top ten nights, and, and clearly Reitzel can do that with what he did towards the end of last season. Uh, his 2020 results um, is kind of difficult to look at. He's made six scattered outlaw starts. He ran three nights at Volusia. He ran Knoxville back in May when the series got restarted again, and he's got two nights um, at Peevely. If you throw out that Knoxville night in which he blew an engine dominating his heat race, he actually ended up scratching for the remainder of the night um, and was credited with 19th in the B. If you throw that out, his worst finish is 22nd at Peevely, and then the other four starts also uh, all ended with top uh, 10 runs. So uh, again, still showing that consistency this year, even with a little bit of that bad luck that he had at Knoxville. Uh, Reitzel has said in the past he's not ready to go run full-time with the World of Outlaws right now. Um, you know, with as busy as that schedule is and, and his, you know, his family and and things like that. He's just not ready to do that yet. And I certainly cannot blame him for that. You know, but I think if you kind of take a look at, you know, his obvious ability, you know, to run well on a nightly basis, be, uh, you know, somebody who can challenge for wins, crossed with his really aggressive driving style, I think he would be a welcome addition to the full-time outlaw field. I think he would be really fun to watch on a nightly basis, mix it up, uh, you know, with Donnie Schatz, with Brad Sweet, with Logan Schuhart, you know, Darren Pittman, you know, all of these guys that run with the outlaws. I think he would be really fun um, and certainly would be a contender on a night-to-night basis. Uh, And I certainly hope we get a chance to see it someday. I think, uh, you know, if we don't get an opportunity to see that, I think that would, uh, you know, almost be criminal on a a certain level just with as good as he is and and has become here in in recent years in the sprint car. But just wanted to take a look at Reitzel's numbers. I think there's some uh, interesting stuff in there, and and we'll continue to look at some other guys and kind of compare and contrast across series, uh, you know, with some of these sprint car guys. And then, you know, I talked about this before, but I want to continue adding series as well. Um, I would like to add some of the USAC stuff here, you know, in the coming weeks, months, hopefully. And then and then also uh, the Luke Soul Late Model Dirt Series. Those are kind of the two things that I have circled um, as series I would like to add next to the Dirt Tracker Analytics Project. So I'll keep you posted on that as we uh, uh, move along. A bunch of new podcast episodes this week from your favorite shows. Wing Nation had Philip Dietz and Kale Conley earlier in the week. And then Nart King of the West GM, Jim Allen. Rip the Fence has Jack Hewitt and Brady Bacon for their 100th episode. Congrats to those guys on reaching 100 shows. They certainly do a very nice job over there. Top Shelf has Elliot Omdahl and Skylar Devaney. The Dirt Nerds are recapping Ohio Speed Week. And then there's a new Rigsby report this week with Billy Moyer. The Dirt from Knoxville last week had Justin Henderson as well, which I did not talk about last week. You can find these and more episodes uh, all the time at dirttracker.com slash podcast. Those update automatically, so as soon as there are new episodes, they will show up there. Uh, So jump over there and maybe discover a a new show you don't listen to or or check out some cool episodes. Uh, Taking a look here at the Dirt Tracker daily pay-per-view schedule. A bunch of shows on the docket tonight. Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing have the Southern Nationals from Sonoya Raceway tonight. Dirt Vision has Summer Nationals action from Spoon River Speedway. Fast Four Media has Outlaw Non-Wing action from Circus City Speedway. 
And then Flow Racing has USAC 24 seven. Um, and then both Flow Racing and Speed Shift have action from Kosuth County Speedway. They've got uh, micro mini mods, compacts, cruisers, hobby stock, sport mods, stock cars, and modifieds tonight. If you wanna see that full list of shows tonight, you can find that at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That is updated every single day. Uh, that's the show for today. Hope everybody has a good Thursday. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker twitter.com slash dirttracker and the website itself dirttracker.com you can follow me personally on twitter at justin underscore feeder and don't forget to sign up for the dirt tracker weekly newsletter thanks everybody for tuning in we will see you tomorrow for more dirt tracker daily <laughs>